The following message is copyrighted by Westminster Theological Seminary. Duplication, distribution, or other use of all or any part of this message is not permitted without prior written consent. Please direct your inquiries to communications at wts.edu. For all other information, please visit the main website at www.wts.edu. Let's attend to the meaning of God's Word in Ephesians, chapter 4, beginning with verse 1. Ephesians 4, verse 1. I, therefore, prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean that he also that he had also descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for the building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness in deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ." from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for the wonders of who you are, one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and that you have poured out grace to us through our Lord Jesus Christ, that you have given gifts to your people, that you have raised up apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, that you have made us one in the body of Christ, in the mystery of your will, and in the profundity of your plans. 
And Lord, we are profiting and we confess we are profiting from things that we do not understand and from works and thoughts and plans of yours that we have not plumbed. But we would at least say thank you. Thank you, not only for saving us, but for putting us in a community of salvation and for calling us to the blessings of that community along with its struggles. And Lord, maybe for some of us in this room, even the struggles are very much in the foreground of our minds right now. And so we pray that through the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ and the glory of his name and the power of his reign that you would cause your people to prosper spiritually. And um, Lord, we think uh, even of the, some of the things that have been said during the election and the tensions that came with it said concerning Christians and evangelical Christians in particular, things some of which were highly slanderous, the things some of which were at least had a grain of truth in their criticisms. And we pray that um, you would sanctify us. We need it. And that you would make us a light to the world, which is what you intended. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So, you went to church this Sunday, did you? I hope you did. <laughs> and maybe you came out the door saying to your wife or friend, well, I didn't get much out of that one. And because Westminster has trained you to expect better. <laughs> and that's one of the hazards of going to Westminster. But I want to I wanna speak and have you think somewhat of what it means to be part of the body of Christ. And, and as someone who is where you are, because I've gone out of worship services thinking or sometimes saying, but often just thinking it and keeping it to myself, well, I didn't get much out of that. I could have done a better sermon myself without even thinking. <laughs> you know what the problem is? Well, there are a lot of problems. But one of the problems is you and I are thinking about how much did I get out of it? Self-centered. What a hypocrite to go to the people of God to celebrate the glory of God and to do it in a spirit that says, what am I getting out of it? It's a contradiction. What am I giving to it?
What am I offering up to God? But you know, it's that selfishness, it's precisely what Christ came to redeem us from, right? The remedy is obvious. You continue going. <laughs> you seek the Lord. And you look for, what can I give first of all to the Lord? And then to his precious people who are precious in his sight, even though they're a motley group. They got plenty of problems. Plenty of things for pastors especially, for you who are training to be pastors, for pastors to be disgusted at and angry with and ready to throw in the towel because these people can't learn anything. So what else is new? Moses faced the same thing. Right? It's because sin is so deep. That's what you're facing. Right? That the church is in the condition that it is. And it's because sin is so deep that your heart is in the condition that it is. Right? And you go to church partly with these selfish get, get, get motives. time to go to the Lord for the remedy. To recognize and remind yourself of what you already know. I'm not telling you anything new, right? What you already know, namely, that the Lord has achieved his victory. He's ascended. He's ruling but with great patience for you and for those other people in that foolish and motley congregation of yours. And I want you then to have joy and glory in the midst of all this confusion. And if you think it's confused now, just look at the book of Judges. And the Lord is able to do marvelous things and to magnify his grace even in the midst of weakness. But it also means that you get involved with God's people. And that doesn't mean just come to chapel here at Westminster and be involved with the people here. Because the body of Christ is more diverse than that. And if you haven't, um, this is a fall chapel talk, and for you who are first year, you ought to have unless there's, you know, some special circumstances, you ought to have already found a church that you're going to make your home in this area. First year people, I'm saying. Shame on you if people are, who may be second year or worse. And, you know, you need that. That is the Lord's plan. It's there in Ephesians. You look at Ephesians 4, that's the way the Lord sanctifies you. Not just in your closet in prayer, but when you're in the community of God's people and you have to put up with all the silliness. Right? And you have to try to do something about it because it's only through the growth of the body that you're going to get sanctified in ways that you cannot perceive right now. And so, in effect, 
this is this is a one point. Go to church, <laughs> right? Get involved. Think, what can I give to the Lord? Let's sing a hymn. The church is one foundation. And, uh, you know, after lambasting you and me, you know, I'm in the same situation. We should pray, and then, then we'll sing, okay? Let's pray. Lord, we're sorry. We're just like everybody else in the church in our sin and foolishness and in our selfishness and on our refusal to give our hearts to you fully. And Lord, there isn't any remedy except you. We're like Peter saying, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We're tired of sin. We're beastly tired of it. But it seems so hard to get out. It's impossible. We admit it. So, Lord, be gracious to us. Be gracious to us in our attitudes towards our fellow believers and towards the body of Christ. And enable us to be a spiritual power rather than one more contribution to the sins of the body. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.